First thing I want to do before we really get started, I just want to have a minute of prayer um, for all of our people down in Jamaica. Um, they left out this morning. Uh, I think they got up pretty early. I think their flight uh, was 10 or 11, if I'm wrong with that, tell me. But uh, I just want to have a moment of silence and a moment of prayer for them, if you all would just bow your heads with me. So, Darian, Father, Lord God, I just want to pray for... Uh, the members of our church who are, who are in a, on their way to another country right now. God, uh, I just pray for traveling safety. Uh, I pray for um, just for preparation in their lives as they prepare to, to get um, to do your work, to do um, what you've called them to do, um, to go make disciples, um, to love people. Lord, I pray that they would just be prepared for that. Um, God, I just pray that as they go throughout their week, that you would just use them to to show who you are, to show your love, to show your passion, your grace, your mercy, Lord, that they would just be a vessel for that um, as they go throughout this week. I, I pray that lives would be changed. I pray not only their lives would be changed, as I know it will be, but I pray that they would change the lives of others they come in contact with. Um, Lord, we just pray and ask that, Lord, you just your presence, your kingdom be expanded, that it be known. And Lord, that um, when they come back, they would just bring back a fire and a passion here um, in our community, Lord, that that would spread like wildfire um, to, to us and surrounding communities, Lord, that um, they would bring back something um, just contagious, Lord, that, that we can't help but just jump for joy um, to sing your praises, um, to worship you. Um, Lord, we just we thank you for, for providing this opportunity. Lord, we thank you for um, allowing us to take part in, in this opportunity of your kingdom. And, and Lord, we just thank you for all of, the, all of this, this, this grace and mercy that you expand to us, Lord, that um, we get to experience and just uh, have a hope and a, a chance of eternity with you and um, get to spend uh, in your kingdom, Lord. We thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right. I'm going to go ahead. The main, you, so Just so you can kind of get turned there, I'm going to be a little bit all over this morning, but we're going to mostly be in Philippians uh, 3 if you want to kind of get turned there. I'll, I'll kind of be all over. You don't have to necessarily turn everywhere, but uh, good morning and a happy New Year's. Yeah. I can tell a lot of people, I know most of them are gone on a mission trip, but I can still tell some stayed out partying a little too late last night. So, um, But, man, I feel like I haven't seen y'all since last year. So, thank you. Thank you for the laughs, you know. Uh, I didn't know if I'd get many laughs on that. I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm allowed to tell jet dad jokes now, you know that? So, it feels good. It's not just corny jokes that Dylan's saying now. I, ha- I have a dad joke to say. So, um, I appreciate that. Um, obviously, it's the new year. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of talk about uh, new year, new me, right? That's what everybody says. Um, and I just want to kind of talk about resolutions. You know, um, res- resolutions, not something that uh, really is talked about necessarily in the Bible, but uh, I think it's a kind of a tradition that we can definitely use in our own Christian walking lives to um, better ourselves, um, to look more like God, um, to, and, and to further His kingdom, obviously. So, um you may or may not make resolutions, and that's fine. Uh, 
I like to make resolutions, uh, set goals for myself, um, just to challenge myself to improve um, and achieve whatever I, I have in mind or uh, God has in mind. Um, so today we're just going to talk about not so much the physical or the, the mental resolutions, but the spiritual resolutions. These are the most important. Um, it's fine to make f- the physical. It's fine to make the mental. Uh, I definitely make those two. Um, but I feel like spiritual is obviously the most important. Uh, usually when we f- set these spiritual resolutions, usually the other come in hand, okay? Um, for instance, uh, right now, I hide it well, but I've packed on a lot of weight, okay? I'm getting what's called the dad bod now, okay? And so uh, one of my physical resolutions is to lose some weight this year. Um, and usually... If I would read my Bible, we might know that there's something in the Bible that talks about called gluttony, okay? And so I have a gluttony for food. And so if I will stick to um, reading my Bible, studying and knowing God's Word, that might help some of of the weight loss um, and and know that uh, food shouldn't take control of my life like it has. So that's just an example. Uh, We're going to go and really just dig into the spiritual side of it this morning, but... um, First thing, let's let's just break down what a resolution is. Um, I looked this I looked this up. This is not Dylan's definition, obviously. Uh, I believe you. I'd give a lot worse one. So, uh, but a resolution says a firm decision to do or not to do something, or the quality of being determined or resolute. And so that's a pretty good definition, right? That sounds pretty good. If that's what our list of resolutions is, um, I think if you're probably like me. Our resolutions are, is not a list of, of things we're determined to do. It's more like a wish list. So that's definitely what mine has looked like in the past um, in a lot of areas. Um, some of it is improval. I, I think some people, including myself, have give up on some just because we feel like we fail. Um, but that's just part of the journey. Um, I'll give you an example of one of my spiritual uh, resolutions this year is to... Uh, to read my Bible every day, okay? I have failed to do that for many years now, okay? I got a lot better um, from last year, I will say that. Um, Not to say look at me, but I I went from, uh, I I challenged myself, I just increased it a little bit. I went from three to four times a week to uh, five to six. I just tried to increase it a couple of days, and I was able to do that um, for the most part. Um, So this year I'm I'm really pushing it, and we're going to try every day of the year. So if you see me, ask me, how, how's that resolution going? Try to, try to challenge me. Try to keep me uh, honest about it. So um, we're going we're to try to stick true to that. Um, I'm going to try not to make it into a wish list. Um, so new year, new me. That's what everybody says, right? And there's some truth to this, okay? And we can look at it in 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, Therefore... If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. Paul has written here that Christ's death for sin has changed the way that he regards people. And instead of looking at each person as a mere human being, he must view those who are in Christ as something entirely different. Those who are in Christ are those who have faith in Him, credited with Christ's righteous life, and their sin forgiven by Christ's death in their place. Those in Christ 
have become something that they were not before, and their identity has changed from being the fallen version of themselves to being associated with the righteousness of Christ. And that's who they are now. So we have a call to change. We have a call to be different, um, not just year by year, but even day by day, okay? And that can be challenging because every morning we wake up, we have to look at ourselves and say, I'm not going to be the old Dylan. I'm not going to be the Dylan that I probably want to be, but I'm going to be who Christ has called me to be. And, and that is a challenge on a day-to-day basis. So it's better and probably easier for us as humans to look at it from a year perspective and look back and say, I'm not who I was a year ago, okay? Because if you look to the, to the day today, we're going to look at all our failures. We're going to look at how we didn't um, meet those standards or meet those requirements. But hopefully when you look from year to year, you look back and you say, yeah, I've definitely, I look more like God. I've definitely improved. Um, so that always helps. Let's go to Ephesians 4 um, real quick, 22 through 24. It says, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is a corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed by the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So we have a challenge from God, okay? It's not necessarily called a New Year's resolution, but we have a challenge from God to put the old aside, to improve, to look more like His Son Jesus, um, and to change from who we were. Let's go to Philippians now. It's where we're going to be a majority of the message here. Philippians 3, 12... And I'm going to kind of, we'll kind of go through this and then I'm going to come back. Philippians 3, verse 12 says, Not that I have already obtained this, or I am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made, let's see, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the, of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you, also to you. Only let us hold to, true to what we have attained. Brothers, Join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us, for many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the, Christ, of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is in their belly, and their glory is in their shame. With minds set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body, by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. So I know that was a lot, but we're going to go back and break it down now because I think a lot of good can be taken from this, okay? It starts off and it says, Now that I have already attained this, 
Uh, not that I've already attained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Paul here desires to be a faithful witness who is obedient even to death um, is bolstered by his statement. Um, not that I've already obtained it or have already become perfect. Um, Paul knows he's not where he needs to be. Um, he's still trying to reach his goal. Um, he's still trying to reach his reward, which is um, heaven and an eternity with his Lord and Savior. Um, and so he knows the importance um, of continuing, of enduring, of pushing on. Paul is saying, Jesus is still working in my life. Um, so this would seem to indicate that Paul is connecting the prize of his upper call is striving to attain together with the, uh, in verse 11 here, uh, with his, he's connecting it with his determination to press on in living a life of radical obedience to God, even if it means to death. We have a goal here to strive for. Paul recognizes that we need to endure to the very end to attain this reward. Um, and this is why he says, I have not already obtained it. Paul here, I want to point out, has already faced, endured incredible suffering. He's been amazingly faithful, but yet he's still not endured to the very end. And that's the key. End, okay? And Paul says that he is still striving for this. I'll point out here, Paul is in prison, okay? Um, don't get me lying to you. I don't know at this point if he knows yet. I can't remember if he knows exactly yet if Jesus is not, or, uh, uh, yeah, Jesus is not coming um, to see him or not, but he knows that he must remain faithful, that he must remain obedient, okay, and he must endure. Verse 17. It says, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. I thought this was a pretty bold statement because Paul is willing to say, follow me. My life displays what it looks like to adopt the attitude of Christ chose. That's a pretty bold statement, isn't it? I don't know if I can say that. I hope I can get to where I can say I feel confident enough to say that. But he felt confident enough to say, hey, if you want to look like Christ, follow me. If you want to know what, what Jesus' life looked like, follow me. Okay? Now it's not perfect, but he knew he was he was really close to where he needed to be. And that all he had to do was endure to the very end, to his last breath. Um, and so that's amazing that Paul felt that confident to say that, um, to feel that way. Um, so as Christians, with our resolutions, the goals that we set, hopefully these are things that help us to get to this point, to feel like, um, to say like, hey, I'm confident where I am with Christ. Follow me. Uh, look, like, look like Jesus did, look like I do. We'll get there. We're going to get to that prize of heaven. We're going to get to that eternity with God. And so that was a very bold statement. But then he gives a little bit of warning if we continue on. It says, verse 18, For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with the tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and their glory is in their shame. 
with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. So Paul continues on, and he says, you know, a lot of the people are subject um, to, to, to God's wrath, to, um, to an eternity in hell. Um, sorry, I'm finding my notes here. He says that there's, a many, there's many that are on the path to destruction. Um, that's why he's encouraging the church in Philippi here to, to follow him, um, to seek out God, um, because they are on the path to righteousness. So ask yourself, are you on the path to righteousness or are you on the path to destruction? If you're on the path to destruction, how can we change that? Well, first it's by, by having a faith in, in Jesus Christ, God's Son, and what He did on the cross. The second thing is, as we're talking about here, changing the way we live, okay? I've told my kids this a lot of times. Um, they know it. Y'all have heard it. You can talk to talk all day, but you have to walk the walk. You know, faith without works is dead, okay? So do your fruits look like what Jesus' fruits look like? And if they don't, it's okay, okay? Mine don't always look like that, okay? Majority of the time they don't look like that. But I'm making an attempt. I'm trying to change the way I act. I'm trying to change the way I live, and I'm trying to make it more look, look more like Jesus. Let's go to Proverbs 16.9. A lot of y'all will know this very well. This is, we need to really remember this. This is very important. But it says, The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes, establishes his steps. Is the Lord establishing our steps today? I'd be lying if I said the Lord is establishing my steps at all times. We have to strive to get here. We have to set a goal um, to seek out God, um, to allow Him to take full control. A lot of us only give Him partial control. Some of us give Him uh, the majority of control, but He wants complete control of our lives. Colossians 3, 9-17 through 17 says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with the practices uh, and have put on a new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its Creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against one another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all, these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks 
to God the Father through Him. So we have to put our old self aside. We have to bring the new righteousness of God in, put it uh, first in our lives. Um, Hopefully you can see this morning that we have a reason to make resolutions. Hopefully you do, at least spiritual. You don't have to make the physical or the mental. But hopefully you make spiritual resolutions to challenge yourself. Um, When you're making these resolutions, we have to ask ourselves, what would God want us to do? Last thing, comfortableness. I really want to hit on this because I've been there. I am there. Comfortableness will lead to destruction. Brother Jake talked about it a few weeks ago. He, he mentioned lukewarm Christianity, okay? Um, and that comfort, not challenges ourselves, not growing towards God or um, looking more like God, okay? That'll get you in some, some, some deep hot water, okay? Don't be okay with where you're at. Don't get comfortable. Challenge yourselves to grow, to look more like God, to have a relationship with God. Okay. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans of wealth for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So God wants us to prosper, believe it or not. I know we face a lot of trials. We face a lot of tribulations in our life, um, sometimes even just for being a Christian. But God has a plan for you, and it's a plan to prosper. It's a plan of hope, and it's a plan of joy. Um, and, and we need to remember this. Make spiritual resolutions, not just for the year. Make them for the day. And don't allow it to become a wish list, okay? Make resolutions that are going to challenge you to push you to be more like Jesus, okay? On a day-to-day basis, on a year basis, um, and look more like Christ. I'm going to share with you, this is a new tradition I started. We're about finished. We're going to be early. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. I started this this year. I came up with a word. I don't know. Some of you may already do this. I just uh, I happened to recently discover this, and, and I, I liked it. Um, but I, 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 I chose a word for my entire year that's going to be the motivation um, for me and what I do um, going throughout this year and hopefully for the rest of my life. But my word for this year is devotion. And so I went and looked up the definition of devotion, and here's what it is. I've got multiple here, but I like them all, and they all pertain. First one is a religious fervor. Fervor meaning intensity or feeling, uh, intensity of feeling or expression. Devotion means an act of prayer or private worship. It means a religious exercise or practice other than the regular corporate worship of a congregation. It means the act of dedicating something to a cause, enterprise, or activity. And it means the fact or state of being ardently dedicated and loyal. So this was the word I kind of decided on for the year. I want to be, uh, I want to be devoted um, to 
everything in my life, uh, everything that, that should have importance, whether first and foremost God, um, my family, uh, my church, uh, not in any particular order. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, I want to get rid of those things that are junk in my life, okay? And I want to be focused and devoted on what's the most important being God. I want to grow. I want to look more like Him. I want to be dedicated. I want to be loyal, okay? Um, I want to have that intense, that intensity of feeling about Him. Um, and I want that everything I do um, to be dedicated to Him, okay? So make these resolutions. Make these words. Use them as a reminder. Um, use them as a challenge. Use them um, to expand your relationship with God and His kingdom. If we make these not into a wish list, but something to strive for, something to achieve, when we look back in a year, hopefully we'll see somebody who looks more like God, somebody who looks more like Jesus. I'm challenging myself. I challenge you guys. I've got a list of my, my spiritual resolutions. Hopefully you sit down, take time to kind of think about them, make them. Um, you're more than welcome to always ask me how that's going and challenge me. Push me, guys. I, I, I would like to push you um, to look more like God. I hope for a year from now this church doesn't look the same, and I, and I hope that we're in a different place than we are now. I hope um, that we can say that this church is, has grown, expanded, that it's on fire uh, for God, and uh, that we, can, we have a reason to be proud here, okay, in what we're doing. Um, that God looks and has a reason to be proud of what we're doing here, and I believe He will be. So let us pray. Dear Father, Lord God, I just uh, I pray and ask that, Lord, that we would set these challenges, that we set these goals for ourselves to help us, um, to better us, to look more like You, um, God. But even in the failures, Lord, that we would understand and know that You're there. You still love us. Um, you've got that mercy. You've got that grace uh, upon us. And, um, Lord, you're not asking us to be perfect. You're just asking us to follow you. Lord, I pray that we would seek you out, that we would put you first and foremost, Lord, in our lives, and um, that we'd have that devotion to you um, in everything um, that we do, that everything that we, we say, everything that we, um, we, everything that we are, just our physical being would just be an offering to who you are. Um, God, I pray that we would... Uh, we would just give it all to you that we would not withhold parts of our life. Um, whatever needs to be, be given up this year, year, Lord, or even today, that we would give it up to you. Um, those things that we need to let go of, those sins in our lives. And um, we would just trust you with um, our well-being and uh, that we would place all this weight of the world just upon you. Lord, I pray that we would trust you fully. I pray that we would love you fully. And Lord, I just pray that next year we can say we're not where we were. I pray that you look at us and you say, good job, my good and faithful servant. And Lord, I, I pray that um, when it's all said and done, we, ran, we run this race with endurance, Lord, that we, we reach the end that we reach an eternity with you. We thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.